When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? That is right. It is Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. I am neither Canty nor Carlin, but I respect the two of them immensely, and that's why I'm excited to be here, Matt Jones. Joining me, Aaron Goldhammer, who is Cleveland sports king. Like, you go to Cleveland, and literally when you walk into town, there's like a picture of Bernie Kosar, LeBron, and Aaron right that's there right. as you get into town. They put me up on that billboard, Matt, you know, where LeBron used to be, you know, like like he was uh, our Lord and Savior, you know, holding his hands out like this. Then now as a giant picture of me. Actually, I'm the least liked person in Cleveland. Why don't as, people like you? I mean, I you seem perfectly nice to me. What uh, What is it? Have you taken positions that they don't like? Sure. So it's a couple of things. One is I grew up in Denver and then now have done sports talk in Cleveland for the last 15 years. So I have really fond memories of John Elway and the drive and all those painful Cleveland sports moments. Uh, and then also, I'm. I'm and do you say that? Like you can't do of, that. Of of course I say that. You got to well, be authentic not very nice. in this business. Well, my first memory is a person is my dad jumping up and down in front of our Zenith TV as John Elway led the Broncos 98 yards for a touchdown. Um, and then the other thing is, I am not an Ohio State fan in any way, wow. shape, or form. So you, so you mock the Browns and, and Ohio State, yeah. and you wonder why people don't that's, like you in Cleveland. That's that's right. That, like all these Buckeye people that today on uh, is this signing day or is this not signing day? Well, it's, you- it's 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 signing day part one in college football. It's the early signing day where the majority of high school football players sign now of course in college football now there are many different things there's late signing day there's portal day there's a lot of stuff but this is the traditional high school football signing day. yeah I mean you were all excited this morning you know just to, to see where who's going where and I, well yes I, I, I like I, it right and I just I assume that all these kids now are going to transfer two or three times in the portal by the time they get to the end of their college careers but see I enjoy that how can you not be excited about it I oh, love it's, the portal it's, it's free agency it's free agency imagine if professional sports had perpetual free agency no contracts nothing to lock anyone anywhere i actually find it very entertaining Aaron. why would you so here's i'm looking at this and every ohio state fan today is like oh we got this kid from california he's a linebacker and then they'll interview each other and one guy will be like, you know, I, I, he's, he's like the next Ray Lewis. And the other guy will be like, no, nah, yeah. I, I see him. He's more like Brian Urlacher. Like they never, no one ever says, you know, he's, he's, he's really, like Aaron Goldhammer. Right. They he don't re- say that. He reminds me of a real, you know, uh, uh, mediocre, you know, guy who's going to be selling insurance in Columbus in a couple of years, which most of the guys that are on that list are probably going to be doing, or they're going to be transferring and going somewhere else. So I've never endeared myself here to the community because of of my well 
I don't like Ohio State. My favorite college football team is whoever's playing Ohio State on wow. Saturday. Well, you do sound like someone that is really trying to make himself enjoyed by the people that listen to him, but that's okay. You know what? Everybody needs an enemy. That's how There are a lot of people who that's been their entire career. I mean, I'm a Bears fan. So, for instance, my enemy for the vast majority of my adult life has been Aaron Rodgers. And it has been nice to watch in the last two years as Aaron Rodgers has sort of become – I don't know, at least in a, in a, in a public life scenario, seems moderately crazy. Uh, he's known as much now for ayahuasca as he is for football, and I've enjoyed that. But watching him this year with he and Brady, it's been weird seeing these two legends not be what they are. But both of them, Aaron, still have a chance to do something this year. Brady's team still leads his division. And the Packers are 6-8. and eight. Now, they have a 12% chance of making the playoffs, according to ESPN Analytics. And their last two wins were against the Bears and the Rams, teams with three and four wins, respectively. So you can't say they've done anything impressive. But I look right. at their schedule. They play at Miami this week on Christmas Day, which is a great thing to wake up and, with your family, watch some NFL. Then they play a Vikings team that's 11-3 and three, but does not feel that good. And a Detroit Lions team that through Aaron Rodgers' career he's owned. None of those three games are obvious wins, but none of them are impossible to win. If they were to win all three, they very well would are very likely to make the playoffs. So my question for you is do you hear that schedule? Do you see who they have to play and mm. think there's a chance Aaron Rodgers finds his way to the playoffs? I I think there's one serious impediment to the Packers' path to the playoffs. They suck. <laughs> so I I have I understand trouble, that. I have trouble getting over the fact that now I, because they play on national TV it feels like every other week, right? They do. That I've I've seen them play so often that you know, I've just watched them be not good all year. So I don't know what possibly – like, I'll put it this way, Matt. I think it's more likely that they lose all three of those games than that they win all three of those games. I agree with that. But you look at any of those games individually, and you don't think it's impossible to win. Correct. I mean, Correct. I mean, like, you know, when they play but, but the Dolphins all together on... – Okay, fair enough, say, but, I, and, but I do think you I can take say this... the 12% chance that ESPN Analytics is – I think it's significantly less than that. I give oh, yeah, them a 1% I, I get chance. you. I get that. But with that said, if you're the Packers, you look and you say, okay, we're playing the Dolphins on Christmas Day. Mike McDaniel probably going to be distracted by the new Lord of the Rings series. He's not going to be completely focused on, on the game. And they have a shot there. And then if the last two games they have to win are the Vikings and the Lions, those are two teams that Aaron Rodgers has destroyed in his career. Like, they're not going to at all feel scared of those teams. Matt, I disagree. I disagree. I think the Vikings have owned him in recent years. If you look back and see their record against Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins won a lot of games against Aaron Rodgers. And the Vikings defense has done a really good job against him. So, you know, I think it's a fun narrative for us to spin because everybody has an opinion about Rodgers and the Packers are one of these teams that has big national appeal. But I would put their chances of pulling off this caper at about 1%. Caper? Now, now I, I have a caper? Yes, I haven't run my analytics, wow, you know, to, to get that number. So this is just sort of arbitrary. 
But I, my guess is they're going to lose the Dolphin game. And if you want to well, talk about now. the Packers they're making the now. playoffs, you better do it now before Sunday because after Sunday you're not going to be able to have that conversation at all. Well, all right. So I was just I was hanging out just a couple days ago with Aaron Rodgers, Pat McAfee, and you know various herbs and spices. And he was talked about the win over the Rams and what he believes about the Packers, which is different than what you do. Yeah, I mean, uh, we had to win it. It was a must-win for us. It was a game we should have won at home uh, against a team that hasn't had a great season. So, uh, you know, for us, it's it's a good step. You know, we expect to win those type of games, even though we've obviously had an uh, up-and-down season, a little frustrating at times. But it sets us up for more meaningful games. So now we got a game uh, five days on Christmas against a good football team who's in the playoff hunt uh, in Miami with a lot of different weather. But, uh, yeah, you know, we're still playing meaningful games. It's been, like I said, it's been a strange season. There's been a lot of ups and downs. But I like the way we're playing. I like what, uh, you know, what our, how our team has evolved. You know what he sounds like? When, he, when I hear that, he sounds like dudes that I went to college with who take a freshman philosophy class and then their, like, their, their view on life changes. It's just like, yeah, you know, it's just a test. I mean, we're, I've been doing pretty well recently. Life is just kind of, like that's how he's talking. That doesn't sound like to me a quarterback ready to go and run that uh, three straight wins and, and have the caper that you believe they need to have. Right. I think that's accurate. I also have lost trust in Rodgers, both as a quarterback and also as a, a figure in the league. Yeah, you know, I like agree I, with you. Like, like, it's just now any headline that comes out about him is believable because we've spent <laughs> whole true. shows talking about ayahuasca and then the whole lying about, you know, other the vaccination stuff. Like he's just become a significantly less trustworthy person and a significantly less trustworthy quarterback. I remember when he said R-E-L-A-X, relax, a couple years ago, and then they ran the table or won a bunch of games in a row. You had him on the short list of guys in sports that you just impeccably trust. You know, LeBron in a playoff game, by the time he got to year 10 in his career, he was going to put up 30, 10, and 10 just about every single time. Aaron Rodgers in the regular season, you could count on every game that he was going to show up and play well. I don't trust him at that level anymore. And I wonder if some of it is that he's gotten older, but that another piece of it is the way he's handled his relationship with the organization and his teammates. I think in hindsight, actually, Matt, the Packers screwed up in not trading him when they could have gotten huge value. Yeah, they could that's have. Easy, that's easy for me to say now, but I bet if Brian Gudenkunst, or however you pronounce their general manager's name, if he had a time machine he could go back, they'd have traded Aaron Rodgers for three number one draft picks. I totally agree with you. He's an example of somebody, you know, you always hear that old adage, never meet your heroes. He's a perfect example of somebody who didn't need a weekly spot on the Pat McAfee show. Like, he would have been much better off the less we knew about him. You know, I mean, I, 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 there are a lot of people in life that are like this. I'll give you one example. Hulk Hogan. When Hulk Hogan was only on my screen with the big boot and taking his prayers and vitamins, I was really thought Hulk Hogan was something. Then when I started hearing Hulk Hogan in interviews and he started giving his uh, philosophy on world affairs, I realized that Hulk Hogan was not exactly the American hero that I thought he was. I feel like he should have taken – 
Aaron Rodgers, the, you know what, one tell-all interview a year is fine, not every week, because I agree with you. I can't think of a person who's cost himself more money. If he tried to get more money in a free agent market, he's not going to get it. The idea of him being the Jeopardy host now seems like the most absurd thing on earth, but that was reasonably talked about. I forgot about that. Like, there are huge storylines with him but like I've, that was a, people thought that was yeah. reasonable, and the idea that now you would even put him in charge of like the twenty thousand dollar pyramid is crazy. Much less Jeopardy. So there's like there's absolutely no one I can think of who has talked more and hurt himself more than than Aaron Rodgers, and I think it's also shown itself on the field. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance, and you can be a part of Canty and Carlin Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. And ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It is not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Now, you heard Aaron a second ago talk about National Signing Day. And that's what this is. This is if you are a college uh, football fan – This is a huge day. Everybody is excited about their rosters. If you listen to the coaches, they all got who they want. But one thing's changed this year, and that's NIL. And it is absurd to think of college football as being the same today as it was three years ago, because it's just not. Most of these guys are making decisions based on NIL. Aaron, four kids from top programs today flipped to Oregon, and NIL was the reason in every case. They flipped from Notre Dame, Auburn, LSU. And because of this sea change in college football, I always like to hear from Captain Dork. And for the Captain Dork is Dabo Sweeney, who's the coach at Clemson. If you want to find the dorkiest person in sports, he <laughs> is a really good contender for it. He was asked today about NIL and its effect on college football. We built this program on NIL. We really did. And, and I, it's probably different than what you're thinking, though. We, we built this program uh, in God's name, image, and likeness. And that's how I look at it. So as things have changed, God has, God has always been, um, you know, the foundation of, of what I do. And uh, so, you know, we've been dealing with his name, image, and likeness for a long time. And I think as this new era has come forward, uh, you know, God just continues to bless us here at Clemson. God just continues to bless us at Clemson. A lot of you in the rest of the country did not know that God apparently does not like your college football team. He is a fan of the Clemson uh, Tigers. And he says – Well, he gives them an easy schedule every year. That's He he certainly does. That they have been blessed in God's name, image, and likeness. And when I heard that clip, I haven't seen it, Aaron. I can see listening. I can see the moment in my head when he thinks he's about to say something cute. You, look, I want to play it one more time, and I want, I'm going to stop you at the exact moment that I can hear Dabo in his head going, this is right, going to be go. really cute. This Let's is going to be it. really cute. Let's play it right here. Okay. We built this program on NIL. We really did. And, and I, it's probably different than what you're thinking, though. We, we right there, right program. there. He's like, oh, this is going to be so cute. Oh, it's different than what so they're thinking. You, hold on. Do you think he prepared that oh, answer yes. in advance, or he came up with it on the spot? He sat there with his assistant coaches, and he's like, I'm going to get them. 
you wait and see. I'm going to say we built it on NIL, and Aaron, they're going to think it's name, image, and likeness, but what they don't know is it's God's name, image, and likeness. That's what he did. And that is why, and listen, I'm a religious person. I believe in God. This is not a statement about religion. It's a statement about being corny. And I think Dabo is the corny, corniest person in sports, the cheesiest, corniest dude in yeah. all of sports. Do He's got to be up there. You know, he. Well, I, I'm going to give you guts. We've got guts, G-U-T-S, you know. the. If you look up a, a guy to play a college football coach in a movie about being a college football coach, it's Dabo Swinney. He's- yeah, but it's a movie that's like one of those movies that like Kirk Cameron makes that you yes. only see on yes. like Fox Family. Yeah. Like he'd be it, the it he'd be the football come, coach in that in movie. Theaters, right. There's no depth to it at all. Someone's just playing the stereotypical scream at the guy, but you know, tough love and then love him, you know, get, get the, that that you picture in your mind. So yeah, I think Dabo is one of the cheesiest people in all of sports. You know, it's funny about him too is that I don't really know how good of a coach he even is because well, he's gotten such great players that I like I, the the idea of him going somewhere else where he doesn't have all the advantages that he has like he talks about how you know their faith or whatever no like your program has gotten good because you recruit a bunch of really big, really fast, really strong And you guys. play Wake Forest every year. And, I, right. I, and I, it always annoys me how he has this like, well, golly gee, I'm just a football coach. You know, I'm just doing the work down here at Clemson, and we're doing it the right way. Like, for instance, this is what he said about the transfer portal. How, this is how he believes the transfer portal should work. There just needs to be, uh, you know, a few tweaks. I think, first of all, that if you're not a graduate or your coach is not fired – you should have to sit a year. You have to. You should sit a year, get acclimated, because I think if that was because right now we have no barriers, we have no reason for pause, we have no pain, no consequences, and so I think if a kid had to sit a year, again, you, you can go anywhere you want, anytime. You don't need anybody's permission. But if you're if your coach is not fired or left or you're not a graduate, you sit a year, and then guess what? Upon graduation, you get that year back. See, that's so such nonsense because here's who doesn't have to sit a year. Dabo Sweeney when he right. came to Clemson. No one made him sit a year to get acclimated. No, instead, he got to do whatever he wanted. He is the cheesiest person in sports. And Russell Wilson's over here going, what about me? I'm a corny dude too, but he can't touch Dabo, Eric. Let's ride. Matt, <laughs> you ready to do a good show? You and me. Let's ride. Mr. Oh, Unlimited. That's right. So here's my question for you. 888-SAY-ESPN. We've nominated the two cheesiest people in sports, Dabo Sweeney and Russell Wilson. Who else is on the list? Who do you believe when they talk, you just cringe? It's like watching a televangelist. I mean, I honestly am waiting for Dabo to show up on the Righteous Gemstones because I think he's got to be on this season coming up, except it won't be as a parody. It's just his normal personality. Is there anyone, Aaron, that joins that list for you? Well, Russ is, jumps right to the, the top of the – and then I – you know, Dan Campbell, I can't figure out whether the coach of the Lions is doing an act or whether yeah. that's really him – but the whole, like, you want to know what I'm having for lunch today? Nails. 
You want to know what I'm having for dinner tonight? Nails, because I'm a football coach. Yeah. And I, the one that drives me crazy is the, yeah, I'm going to run with you. I'm going to practice with you. Like, I'm going to practice like I'm a player and also be your coach at the same time. Obviously, this act right now is working. I don't know how long its shelf life really is. But I will tell you, I would have trouble taking him seriously if I was a player and he was my coach. Aaron, I just want to say one thing. There is no light at the end of the tunnel. There is no light. It's just this pain of a train coming right at your face, Aaron. <laughs> That's right. I want to bite a kneecap. Then we're going to get up. We're going to bite a kneecap again. As Metallica would say, the world is the master of puppets. 888-SAY-ESPN. Who is the cheesiest person in sports, along with Russell Wilson and Dabo? Plus, one playoff contender has lost three in a row and now faces a future Hall of Fame quarterback. Are they on upset alert again? That's next here on Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? That's right. It's Candy and Carlin, and when you hear this music, you think of both Canty, Carlin, and me, Matt Jones, and Aaron Goldhammer, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Dr. Pepper call-in line is 888-SAY-ESPN. If you missed the first segment, shame on you. But we were talking about Dabo Sweeney and how he is maybe the corniest person in sports. Now, Jeff Darlington's ESPN's NFL reporter, and he's joining us to talk about a couple other things. And we're going to get your calls on who you think is corny and cheesy. But, Jeff, you're in the NFL. We mentioned Dabo and Russell Wilson as the two cheesiest yeah. slash corniest people in sports. Is there someone that comes to mind for you as cheesy or corny? Yeah, I think I think those are good ones. Russ is definitely up there for sure. I, I would throw Kirk Cousins in there, though. He might be far and away the cheesiest. Oh, really? really? Yeah, because when he like, because he put the sunglasses on and the gold, the gold chains, chains and danced. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a pretty, that's a pretty easy bet to be honest with you. You know, and I think it's important for these guys to embrace it. 
So I'll give them credit. Like, Kirk seems to have finally embraced the fact that he's pretty corny. But do you think Russell so, Wilson knows that he's corny or I don't think thinks he's that he's cool? Quite the same. No, it's a great point. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Uh, he might be met recognizing it more now than ever before. But, uh, you know, Broncos country, let's ride. Yeah, uh, let's, let's ride. Big segment here, Jeff. ESPN Radio. It's all on the line. You and me. Let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter, is with us. Uh, all right, Jeff. Let's. I guess we are contractually obligated to do some substance here. Um, yeah, the, let's ride. The, the, um, the Dolphins have lost three in a row. And now yeah. everyone's trying to paint a narrative about, you know, the Packers could go on this playoff run. How much trouble mm-hmm. do you think Mike McDaniel's team is in as they host Green Bay on Christmas Day? I, you know, it's a really interesting game to me because of the the way in which the Dolphins lost to the Bills. I think most people, like, if you just look at it on paper, coming off of that road trip, that three-game road trip, three losses, um, it's obviously not good at all. I would say that the one silver lining that you can take out of it is that the final game of that three-game stretch, the Dolphins, I think you could argue, looked like the better team for most of that game against the Bills. Um, and I think that they looked again. I mean, that looked like a playoff-caliber game to me. Like two teams that, if they both get into the playoffs, could make a run. So I think the Dolphins can at least take some confidence even in a loss off of that, because if they had gotten just pummeled by the bills in that game, that could have been a season ending morale killer coming off of that three game stretch with no wins. But instead, you know, Mike McDaniel made a good point too, saying that he feels like the team needed to kind of go through those primetime experiences to understand that when you get to the playoffs, it's a different kind of football. So maybe there's some silver lining. I think the dolphins are a better team than the Packers. Uh, if that can show up, it could be enough to potentially get the Dolphins' season back on track and salvage a, a postseason appearance. I continue to see, Jeff, people – I saw Stephen A., for instance, he ranked his top five teams and he had the Eagles number one, the 49ers number two. And that's not crazy, but he had the Chiefs yeah. number four. And I still feel like – and I, I used yeah. to do this with Brady with the Patriots where I yep. didn't really care – where they were, I wasn't going to bet against Brady with the Patriots. I feel that way about the Chiefs with Mahomes. They play the Seahawks this week. Am I crazy to still be like, it's the Chiefs for me until they're beaten? Uh, 100%. And honestly, Mahomes is my MVP, too. I I just, I think that we're already going down this road with Mahomes and to maybe a lesser extent, the Chiefs, or maybe more more so, uh, that it's like that LeBron factor where in his prime you weren't giving him the MVP. It was like, it was, you know, so who, who was it that said they should name it the Patrick Mahomes Award so you don't have to give him MVP every year? It it's like, I mean, that's where I think we're at with him and with, with that team because I'm completely with you. I think that the Chiefs are still the best team in the NFL right now. And, yes, the Bills got the best of them, but in the postseason I still think that the Chiefs will be the better team. Jeff, there's this quarterback I guess we brought up already in the segment named Tom Brady. Um, when you watch him now, what do you see, and what do you think his future holds? I, you know, I still see a quarterback who is um, a Super Bowl caliber 
uh, talent. I still think that he is fully capable of winning a championship in the NFL. The problem is I don't see a team around him who is anywhere near that level. Uh, and, and I think in the past we've seen Brady elevate teams that maybe didn't feel like they were all that talented. It just doesn't feel like he's able to elevate this particular team. Uh, so I, I don't – I mean, as much as people keep saying, yeah, the Bucks will win the division and then go on a run, I've covered a lot of these games. I've been at a majority of the Bucks games. And I, for a while, was saying the same thing. Like, oh, don't count them out. Don't count them out. But th- there's nothing objective that you can look at in these games and say that this is a good team. It's, it's just not. Brady still looks like he's got it. He still makes every throw. But it just – I don't think the margin of error I, – I don't think that he can, for instance – have two fumbles and two picks and and expect to be able to win any games so you know do i i actually think that brady will continue to play i think he'll play another season uh but and i think he's capable of going on another run but they're going to have to put more dynamic weapons around him if he's if he's going to be successful all right along those lines jeff darlington espn nfl reporter Final question, and I know there's a million variables, but I want you to factor all of them into that computer brain of yours and pop out the answer. I'm going to give you three quarterbacks. Who has a better year next year? Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford. Tom Brady. Really? I don't even think it's close. I think it's, wow. I think it's Tom. I think far and away, I think it's Tom Brady. I, 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 still, I don't know. Maybe I'm, you know. Too close Where? to the situation, Jeff, right? Where? For all... Yeah. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> I, I, well, uh, I don't think San Francisco needs him now, right? Like, so that was where we all sort of painted him. I mean, Jeff, wh- wh- where else? Who who needs him? Where he would go? I, I think I, I look. I don't want this to turn into me reporting anything, but I, I think he stays with the Bucks. I, I think he'll be with the okay. Bucks again next year. So. Uh, I think it's about building a team around him, perhaps staff changes um, with, within the coaching staff. I, you know, I, I could see a, an overhaul. I, I, it's going to be tricky just because of their cap situation, but I still think unless I, – I just look at the landscape of those three teams and still think that Brady above Stafford and Rodgers right now is playing better football um, – and I know that's weird to say about a 45-year-old guy, but I think that he is the better of those three. And I also think, just me, Jeff, Sean McVay, he's not going to be the coach next year for the Rams, right? Like, Liam Cohen doesn't leave as offensive coordinator of the Rams to come be the offensive coordinator at Kentucky again if he thinks Sean yeah. McVay is staying, right? Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, I don't – Sean would have to be – seemingly leaving for something else like a you know the broadcasting gig that would have existed this past year so that's where it gets interesting to me like the the monday night football gig for instance isn't available anymore so you know maybe if tom comes back and they want to push mcveigh into that fox spot maybe that i guess my point here is that last year it made sense that there was something potentially on the table for sean to to leave the rams for I think the only thing that he would leave for at this point is the right gig in the broadcasting world. And if that doesn't exist, then maybe he does try to right the ship. But but you're right. It's certainly one of the, the major off-season stories ahead. Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter. Thank you very much. Great as always. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
Hopefully, I didn't you... come across too uh, corny. You know? No, not at all. Any... You're the best. Uh, you, okay. you, you, you're, you're one of my five favorites. The five that we talk to every week. Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive is proud to support veterans and small businesses with their annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, helping veterans move their lives forward since 2013. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. So now, who is the cheesiest person in sports? You have heard, we've heard Russell Wilson, we've heard Dabo Sweeney, we've now, who did, who did Jeff just say? He had... Kirk Cousins. That's exactly right. Who do you add? Get in. 888-SAY-ESPN on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Eric Goldhammer, Matt Jones. We'll deal with it next here on Candy and Carlin. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. He's Aaron Goldhammer, the king of Cleveland. I'm Matt Jones, the prince of Kentucky. And we are here filling in for you. 888-SAY-ESPN. We played this earlier. It's National Signing Day. And Dabo Sweeney, who I have said is the corniest person in all of sports, he got up and spoke at National Signing Day today to talk about NIL. And here is what he had to say. We built this program on NIL. We really did. And and I – it's probably different than what you're thinking, though. We, we built this program in God's name, image, and likeness. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at the video, Aaron. He does get a smile on his face like, I'm about to blow these people's minds right here before he says that. We built this show that we're doing right now on name, image, and likeness. <laughs> Progressive Insurance's name, image, and likeness. <laughs> Our top sponsor here on Canty and Carlin. Go to Progressive.com. Like, it just is absurd. We built this We built this program on God's name, image, and likeness. So, I, I said, I think he's the corniest person in sports. When I look at Clemson football, I see God. I see the face of our Lord and Savior. That's just absurd. 
And we also said Russell Wilson was there. So we're asking you, who else is – who are the corniest people in sports? Chris is in Peoria, Illinois. You know, they always say if it plays in Peoria, it plays in America. That's so right. So who is corny in Peoria, Chris? Well, they're not in Peoria. Um, I'm going straight NBA here. I could take the low-hanging fruit of Draymond Green or Pat Beverly, but I'm going a little bit off the radar. I'm going Carl Anthony Towns. Oh. I think the dude is hes the cheesiest, no. corniest dude. I think I've seen him fake cry a couple of times on post-game oh, interviews. I hate for you doing that. You know, he played, Aaron, here at Kentucky. Yes. And I like him. But I, can I tell you a Carl Anthony Towns story that may actually back up, Chris? Sure. The K- Kentucky played in the Bahamas. And the Kentucky team was celebrating one night, and they decided to take a shot of, you know, libations yes carl didn't drink but he didn't want to be left out of the shot so he toasted everyone and he took a shot of air (laughs) (laughs) and he said i don't want to be left out i'm taking a shot of air (laughs) is that corny maybe so uh, we need to establish what is the difference between corny and cheesy or are they the same thing uh I think che- I think cheesy can be likable. I think corny yeah. is like you can't stand it. Am I right? Yeah, I think so. Like we have a call here uh, online that you guys should take because I think there's somebody out there who's cheesy but also likable. Whereas like like a guy like Russell Wilson to me is corny and doesn't come across as likable. Okay, so Joe is in Western Kentucky. Joe, where in Western Kentucky are you? I'm in Katie's. Katie's. I've been to Katie's many times. Who you got? So I'm glad he brought up the difference between cheesy and corny because I I have to nominate, and I know they're they're football royalty, but the Manning brothers. I have to do it. You're right. You're right. It's it's a bunch of dad jokes. It's great, but it's dad jokes all the time. All the time. It just gives me kind of the goosebumps of where I'm embarrassed sometimes, and I'm not even saying it. Yeah, you know, can I give you what I think was one of the cheesiest things they've ever done? That stupid oh, thing please, where he please. went to Penn State, the Chad Powers thing. Totally. First of all, oh, that was not it. – yeah, yeah. it was so cheesy. It was not even funny. Nobody could have fallen <laughs> for that. Like, no person would have been as ugly as they made Eli out to be. And we were all supposed to be like, I'm there shocked. But, Aaron, there's no way they were shocked at that. That, that was pretty cheesy, right? The, the beginning of their cheesiness was the This Is Sports Center commercial where they're on the tour – and they're kicking each other and <laughs> acting like stereotypical little brothers do. And that is yes. like they're falling into a cliche. It's funny. They're very likable. But I cheesy. like Peyton and Eli a lot. I watch them on Monday night, you know, on the no, they're great too. So who yes. is the cheesiest person in sports? 888-SAY-ESPN. We will take some more and get into some NFL. That's next here on Katie and Carlin. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You can't miss Canty and Carlin. Pound for pound, the biggest show on ESPN radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.